Yay! You made it to another episode of the Weekend Hustle podcast. My name is Shelby Oleschlager, and I'll be your host as we dive into barrel racers, athletes, and just people of the world to share, motivate, and inspire us all to be the best that we can be. Together, we can hustle. Hello, friends. Shelby here. I have a question for you. Have you ever felt really flustered at a barrel race or any sort of event and you just can't really snap yourself out of it like you're just getting so caught up in the whirlwind of your own emotions and it becomes almost unmanageable unbearable and you don't know what to do so this question comes from my own experience at a little little jackpot and we've had them all throughout the winter I was doing pretty good I was feeling like I was making progress making headway doing all the right things I was supposed to and my horses were responding and I was just feeling more, you know, like game face, just confident, sure of myself, all the good things that really help with our performance. But this last jackpot is what I'm going to talk about because it just, I had to ask these questions to myself because I was making progress and then all of a sudden for some reason I got so triggered by what we're going to talk about, I'm not going to say it right now, but I just got really triggered and it completely affected my perspective of myself, how I was feeling, and ultimately how I performed. So if you've ever been in that situation, first and foremost, that is okay. You are not alone. And the one really cool thing about this is it can be a pretty easy switch to turn that type of mindset off and switch it for the better and you know just show up ready and confident and more sure of yourself and it's one of those things where I really had to realize early on that it doesn't always relate to our ability to do something I find a lot of us have the skills we take our riding seriously I'm sure if you're listening we we all take our riding seriously we want to be better we want to educate ourselves we want to try fail our way forward and you know just learn as much as we can and with that has come actually learning and I think for the most part all of us do have the skills in place to perform at a certain level so if it's not skills that we're missing then what is it? And these are the questions I ask myself because this is where I get in trouble where I feel pretty confident in my ability to barrel race. It's like I've been doing it long enough that I can go to a show and I should be able to do the same pattern I do at home. But why does that not work? What is causing the disconnect? What's causing us to perform well at home? Then you go to a race, different atmosphere, more people. It's a little chaotic. You know, even your energy, you might feel overstimulated and if you're more of a sensitive person like myself that can really affect how grounded you are and how present and focused you are with yourself when there's just so much going on around you we all know barrel races can be very chaotic and it can be difficult to stay present and stay focused on your task that you need to do which you know when you're at home it's very quiet you get to relax you're very in your head, you get to focus and perform and train how you want to perform at a race. But then we get to the race and we're scattered mentally. And if that's you, I don't think I'm the only one. If I'm the only one that feels that way, then I guess I'm just crazy. And I'm going to share with you anyways what I realized and what I learned from 
this recent jackpot that I was at, okay? So, to get started, the backstory, like I was saying, to get started, in order to realize yourself, or in order to learn about yourself, you have to backtrack and realize when it went right and ask why it went right. What felt right about that? If you had a good performance in the past, backtrack to that moment and write down, like literally genuinely, write down in your phone or on a piece of paper, be like, what went right? Like, what was I feeling? Why did I feel like that way? What was helping me? Et cetera, et cetera. Just get that understanding of what you feel like, how you were feeling, like just really detailed, write down how you were feeling in that moment. And from there, we're going to talk about the not so good time. So for me, I said, why was I bothered today? Why was I being triggered? And I really did find out and it's a little embarrassing almost, but I found out my answer and I found out deep down why I was comparing myself to others. Like it was one of the bigger jackpots and I felt my mind instantly going back to the old Shelby beliefs of I really need to prove myself because there's people here and I want to I want to prove myself. And then instantly I'm putting pressure on myself and also who the hell? Why why do I have to prove myself? That's just my ego coming out of its shell saying Shelby, you are nothing if you don't perform well. That is my ego taking the steering wheel and it took over my performance. It took over my riding and I had a horrible, not a horrible day, but I had a pretty bad day, pretty bad day where I was not really proud of how I rode. And genuinely by just writing down like what was I bothered by and I wrote it down and looking and looking back at it from kind of a bird's eye view, I realized that I see other people that maybe have something that I don't have and then I get insecure. And <laughs> saying it out loud, like this is me just honestly being as upfront as possible with you, but saying it out loud, I just think that's crazy. But it's not crazy. It's not crazy. Like we all have these irrational th- thoughts that our ego is bringing out because it's trying to protect us. It's trying to keep us safe and small. And I don't know what it's trying to do, but it's bullshit and we don't need it in our lives. We can decide when that happens that, is it that important? Does my does my self-worth rely on this race? The answer is probably no. And if it does, then we need to reevaluate some more things. In my case, I'm going to say what I did come to a conclusion with. If I feel I look at people and they have something I don't, they have like a nice horse, they ran fast and I'm like, holy shit, I don't know if I can run that fast. And then all of a sudden I'm comparing myself and this person's in a relationship, this person has this, this person has that, everyone has something that I don't have and oh my gosh, like what am I going to do? Like I'm such a loser, I'm a failure, blah, 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 like all these thoughts that just come into our head with no consent. Like, I didn't want to feel that way. I didn't, like, and it's silly. It's just your brain, your ego taking over, and we need to catch it as fast as possible. So, that is my lesson. So, with that being said, in my case, I was bothered because maybe I see people that have things that maybe I want. And yeah, wow, like, oh my goodness, Shelby. But I said that you need to decide what you want, then you won't care what others have because ultimately we're on our own path, we're on our own journey, and we really need to embrace and accept that and let that flow. We can't get what these other people have because that's impossible because we 
our own individual. We are living our own lives. It is ours, not anyone else's, and vice versa. So if you were to actually write down genuinely what you want in your life, where do you see yourself? What do you currently have? What is the good that you have? What are you thankful for? Keyword thankful, grateful. Please remember that. But write that down. Put it on paper and see it. And if you have a clear understanding of that, then you won't feel insecure or jealous of what others have because maybe that isn't even what you want. I personally know in my life like the the path that I'm taking and I have curated that path for my goals and it's very specific to me. It's something that I took the time to try and develop so I can have that a bit of that navigational route that I know where my life's headed. A lot of these things that I'm comparing myself with others isn't even in my life path right now. But for some reason, again, the ego just decides that now is a good time to start looking at people and comparing it to you and thinking that you might have to one-up them or you just start feeling a little insignificant and a little down. It would affect you that way. Like, how are you going to be confident and perform well when you're comparing yourself and thinking, hmm, well, like it's a, a negative cycle. You're like, well, I don't have that. Uh, maybe I'm not as good as that person because they're like really, really good and maybe I'm not that good and hmm, like pity, pity. Again, like that is going to affect how you perform in any way, like showing up to any type of thing. If you're just kind of like feeling small and not 100% true to yourself, then you're going to just second guess and you're going to put a lot of pressure on yourself. And as someone that has put way too much pressure on myself, I think perspective is the greatest gift that I have. I mean, it's not a gift. It's something I've had to work my ass off to start to really realize and actually apply it in my life. But perspective changes that whole narrative you're just living in the future. You're not living in the moment. And because we're not even grounded with the present of now, how can we perform and live out that future that we want so, so badly? And it comes with taking that step back to just breathe and feel and feel lucky and feel that, you know, this is the moment I'm in right now. It is exactly what it is. I cannot change it. I just am living for right now. And that is literally all that we can do at races, anywhere in life. That is all we can do because that is all that literally is. <laughs> like, I hope this is making some sense. And just, I really don't want any of us to feel pressure at races and to feel like we're comparing ourselves and then we get so caught up and flustered and a weird little whirlwind and tornado of negativity going on inside of us that is going to affect our performance. Because like we said earlier, your performance, like we all have the skills. For the most part, we all do have the skills in place to perform relatively well. But there is these things that stop us. And here we are talking about the things. So this is real. This is the real deal. This is the stuff that goes on. It just fluctuates. And it, we need to come to that point of just the consistency. And that stems from us learning about ourselves better 
and us realizing why we get triggered or what puts us in a good place. What actually does that and how can we stay there longer? Because if we understand it, then we can use it and we can be consistent with it because it's not just a crapshoot of, I really hope I wake up feeling pretty good about myself tomorrow for my event. But if we have a method and a philosophy that we can always rely on to get us to that place of just like that serenity of like, okay, I'm showing up, I'm here, I'm now, I'm going to do the best, but you have to just stay for myself anyways. I mean, side note, when I talk about this stuff, this is all the things I need to hear and I just hope it resonates with you as well. I'm like a sensitive wimp. Like, it's so funny. Like, me and my mom are so opposite. She's like ultra competitive. And I like feel like can't be competitive because it just screws me up too much. It's like I need to be like the Zen master and just chill in the moment, do my job, you know, think I need to win. I'm going to try to win because it just never works for me. It's just how I'm wired. It just doesn't work. Like, if I try hard, it's going to be really bad. And it's like the harder I try to do good, the worse it goes. So it's like, wow, this has been a very weird universe I live in. But I guess I just have to not care as much and that's when I'll do well. You know, it's a weird thing. But I think we get like we put so much of that pressure on ourselves and I can't handle it. I truly cannot. And I find when we're in the future, we're always thinking about the future, how we want to do, how we want to perform we have to perform a certain way for some reason. Like we put quote, have to, like I need to land my second barrel today. And what happens if you don't? Have you thought about that far? Like, will you be okay if that doesn't happen? Because you should be okay if that doesn't happen. And it's all in that perspective. We need to be okay with what is going to happen. And we have to just kind of let go of that control a little bit and just let it happened how it's going to happen. And that has been a bit of a game changer for me. I love these little jackpots because it's a really good way to test yourself and to experiment. And you're working with your horses, you're getting ready for show season, but it's not a lot of pressure. It's not you're like you're there for three days. Cause if I was there for three days after the last jackpot, if that was a begin is that if that was a Friday night, my whole weekend would probably be shit. Because I don't know if I could have the time to really do that self-reflection to get myself out of that weird negative slump of comparing and questioning my abilities and just looking at the bad instead of the good. I don't know if I would have been able to have the time to do that. So I came home and was able to relax and journal and write this down and just try to get a more understanding of what the hell went on today. (laughs) Like, this was not, like, this was not ideal. Like I did not feel good about that. So it's it's a lot of uh, self-work. It's a lot of internal investigation and learning more about ourselves and having the perspective in place that we can take with us when we go to these races. And the perspective is that it really doesn't matter as much as you think it does. We get so caught up in the future of this one race, this one event, it has to be perfect, blah, 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 blah. And we get so caught up in that future vision that we forget about what we actually have to do in the moment to get there. Okay. So we need to let go of the future. So I read this thing where it says that basically anxiety is from the future. Something's from the past. I'm sorry. I forget how it goes, but it's so true. Like the past 
is just in our head and we can dwell on that, but we can't change it. The future is also just in our head and we get anxious about it because it hasn't happened yet. So what do we do? We Again, we go to the present moment. We like to sit there and let's live there. Let us live in the present moment. Let us go to a race and take one step at a time. One barrel at a time, one stride at a time, one whatever, second, moment, millisecond at a time. Let's just stay in that moment and stay just present and focused and feel what we're feeling and what we're doing with our hands and what we're doing with our body. And let's just try to stay there a bit more. Because when we go into a run and we're so caught up in like rushing and trying to get it done as fast as possible, we don't even know what we're doing with our hands. Okay, like I'm one step away from strapping my hands to the the saddle with elastics and we actually bought elastics so that might be happening side note but yeah like like we don't know what we're doing we are so caught up in rush and going and go 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 where a weekend goes by and we're like holy a weekend just went by and you weren't actually sitting in the present moment to like feel absorb and actually take it all in as fully as possible and also with that comes you let go of that future expectation. Yes, you want to do well, but will you be okay if you don't do well? That's the question. I was forced to not be okay to do well because I said it earlier, like I wanted to do good so bad that it just really, really screwed me up and I can't have that pressure because I just can't. It's too much pressure for me and I get too flustered. So I needed, I had I had to learn the hard way to be okay to not do good. And <laughs> maybe it was a good thing because I probably would have got overconfident and would have put all my self-worth and my performance and thought I was superior to everybody because I was so much better. Then life decided to sit me down and say, no, you're actually going to learn to be okay to not be okay and not be good. And from there, we can move forward. But you need to, you know, humble yourself. And barrel racing is a very humbling sport, as we all know. So with that being said, the pressure can be alleviated if you want it to. You are in control of that pressure. And another thing that I like to talk about and write about and stuff is just our own control in life and our controllable controllables versus non-controllables. And if we actually look at that, we'll feel a lot more just um, not stable, but we will just feel more like centered. We know what we can control. We know what we can't control. We can show up having that information predetermined. So when we cross some sort of obstacle that might get us annoyed or our ego might take over because something happened that we couldn't control, but yet our ego wants us to be able to control it. And then all of a sudden, you know, like negativity is showing up everywhere and you're you're off track. You're just you're sitting in the passenger seat at that point and you're not controlling yourself. So I really like to evaluate the things I control. And I do that quite often. And I it just helps. Like I don't even have, I don't have the scientific backing, but it just helps feel more sure, more okay. Again, you cross situations and you want to be in control. You don't want your ego to take over and to and to make the judgment for you. You need to make the judgment for yourself. And I think that's super powerful to just take back that control within ourselves so we can show up and we can feel better and we can actually just 
feel in the moment and just enjoy that. Like, we're here to enjoy it, okay? And that's what I missed at the last jackpot. I didn't feel like I was enjoying it and I was, like, rushed and uh, just, uh, just and not, just negative, just very negative. So, I don't like that. I don't want us to feel that way. So, these are just some of the things that I learned from the last jackpot. I, uh, Hope it doesn't sound like a ramble too much, but the key takeaways for sure is to just try to stay more present in the moment. Write down the things you want. Write down what's important to you. Write down what you're grateful for. We are privileged to have pressure. I I forget who it is. Some tennis player, I believe, wrote that saying it pressure is a privilege. And I'm going to finalize this little session with that concept of We are so lucky. I recently went on a trip. I haven't talked about it much, but it's really inspired me. I wrote or I started a new blog called We Are Made For More, and it's going to be part of something bigger that I'll be releasing shortly to the world. But We Are Made For More stemmed from me going on a trip to Cuba and seeing how they live, seeing what a poor country looks like, and us having the ability to take barrel racing as seriously as we do and to try to be better, feed our horses really well, us having this luxury to perform and to drive places and to do this as a hobby instead of just like a way to survive is an absolute privilege that I was opened up to while traveling. And just seeing that, you know, like there's people out there that are literally just trying to live They're just trying to stay alive, not barrel race and get a 1D or 2D or not knock a barrel. Like the fact that that's our problem is so minuscule in the grand scheme of life. I personally, like that has been a huge thing on my brain and my heart for a long time is just, just that perspective of, wow, like I'm really lucky to even just be able to do this. I should go to a race and just enjoy it because who gives a shit if I knock a barrel? I'm still driving a truck and trailer there and I have the ability to enjoy this and I have the time to and I have the just the just being in Canada and the states whatever like in a better economy country like we have just so much opportunity to do these things that we love just because we love it you know, we have the opportunity to learn and grow and get better and do this all for ourselves where a lot of people don't have that luxury. So again, the perspective is a huge thing when you put that in perspective and realize how lucky we are and how this pressure of competing is a privilege to have because a lot of people don't have that. It changes your mentality approaching the event. It becomes not as big of a deal as you think it is. And the only reason it's a big deal is because we are making it in our in ourselves, in our heads. We're telling ourselves this is a big deal. But if we just take one step back and look at the bigger picture, going to a barrel race and competing is not a big deal. Most of us just do it for fun. It's not our livelihood. And if it is, you know, you, I'm sure you don't need to listen to this podcast because you know how to handle your, your competitiveness and whatever. But for the most part, we're all here to enjoy the sport and we shouldn't put that pressure and that high expectation or just like that thing. Like we just feel like it's so important at the time. Like this one race is so important, but a, we're going to have a hundred more races. We've had a hundred races in the past 
there wasn't one that just was like the most important. Like there's always going to be a next one. Hopefully there's always going to be another one, another chance, another opportunity. So just drop that, that pressure that you have for that one thing. There's always, you always have more opportunity. Like you have to be okay if it doesn't go okay. And once we let go of that, we have a sense of freedom that we can go do our job and just feel more at ease with the process, not necessarily just the outcome for that one 15 second run, you know? I just, I feel good expressing this and um, sharing it with you all. So, I hope this resonates and makes sense and um, stay tuned for a lot of cool stuff coming up, by the way. Can't really give it out and give it away right now, but there's some cool things in the work that I'm really excited about and will really help just grow our industry and our network and just lift us all up and help the people that want to help people and just, you know, we all can do that. We all can help support each other in our own way and my mission is to support those people that want to support those people and uh, I don't really have any other final words. Just if you like it, I always appreciate getting reviews and reading them and hearing the good things and good takeaways you have from this podcast. A few more episodes are coming out. I have one with the Converse Cowboy, which is really cool. I'll have to edit it. Have another one with this lady that wrote a really good book. Nice spiritual chat about all the things, all the spiritual things. And it was really fun. Good conversation. So, oh, I also have Barbara Schultz. Yep. Barbara Schultz is going to come on the podcast as well. And she's a big mindset performance writer does cow stuff and uh be a good conversation as well so we can hustle we're growing we're doing stuff trying to help out any way we can and would love for you to do the same so just be kind to one another kind to your horses we're all on this journey together so let's just try to do the best that we can at this moment and strive for more <laughs>